we're grateful for um, these people who made it out here. And we're grateful for live stream for those that live that are home. And uh, sometimes you, we get too caught up in the saying, you should be here. No, if you're not going too far. And if you can't drive in this yard, not do that. So it's a wise decision. But I'm grateful for you all that came here to hear us. What I want to talk about today, uh, remember we're doing the 16 uh, deadly deeds, but I knew that there'd be a lot of people out of town, and so we're skipping one, and we're going to just get a different lesson, then we'll go back, and then Christmas we'll do one. But I want to talk about one of the things that has helped me in my life that's really very important to me is making decisions. There's a lot of decisions that I have made in my life that has cost me today. Some of those decisions, some of those decisions, God would not hold me accountable to, okay? Because I hadn't given my life to Christ. Does that make sense? So if I haven't given my life to Christ, then God didn't hold me accountable for those. But there's something else that has happened to me. I've given my life to Christ and I did not communicate with him in making decisions. Amen. That's called being disobedient. Yes, and so a lot of the, the, the things that I have done, and maybe you have done, that we didn't, it didn't come out like it should have came out, we thought, but if we would have asked God to direct us and guide us, then we would have made the right decision. Right. You see, and, and as Christians, there's too many Christian people who make bad decisions, who shouldn't be making those bad decisions because they were told not to lean to their own understanding. When I lean to my own understanding, then I'm in trouble because it's, I, can, I can only see what I can see. It's kind of like all those people, I'm not one that's on social media a lot, but some of you probably, was it TikTok or something? What's that thing? Right, and a lot of people invested in that, didn't they? And did that crash? One of them crashed. I don't know which one of them would crash. I'd have to get one of those kids back there, they would know. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And so they let uh, somebody else make a decision for them. Even financially, you need to pray about things and make the right decisions. And the way to do that is to be guided by the Holy Spirit. And so uh, I, I know that one of the, when you have that real intimate relationship with God, you don't make bad decisions. You don't make bad decisions. Because remember, God is going to tell you the truth. You see, he's going to tell you the truth about things. And it is amazing and, uh, uh, what has happened to me. A lot of you all are looking at me and, and the stuff that I'm dealing with and going through, never being sick and never having all these problems other people have. I've made, I didn't make decisions and didn't let other people make decisions. I prayed about those things and got some spiritual guidance and came up with some things that, that amazes even the doctors. They said, you're flying right through this, you see, because I've learned in my life that uh, the most truthful people in, probably are people in the medical field. You see, maybe some of us preachers ought to get that. 
But the reason I say that they're the most truthful people, they say we practicing. No, they say we, we, that's what they say. We're practicing, practicing medicine. Isn't that right? So they're letting you know they practice it. <laughs> yeah, right. You see, unfortunately, we got folks in the pulpit that are practicing stuff. You see, and you don't want that kind of pastor that's practicing. You see, so, uh, but there's one person who does not have to practice, who knows the answer, is the person, the third person of the Trinity, we call it, the Holy Spirit. You see, I was flipping on TV. I was amazed uh, what I saw this morning. And I don't know why. I was trying to find a religious station. And, but I saw these people talking about teeth. And they were talking about the Mayans. The Mayans were the first people to give implants over 3,000 years ago. And they were using a shell. And this scientist got to looking into this thing, and he was amazed at how they done that. So isn't that, isn't that something? They didn't have all this stuff we got now, and some they figured it out. So there's a lot of things that are out there. Now stay with me, I'm switching. There's a lot of things that are out there for you, but you want to be under the right influence. Does that make sense? And the right influence is be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Each one of you, every one of you in here has a calling. Everybody, you got a call. When you get saved, you got a calling. Okay? And you have a purpose. A lot of people don't reach their purpose and their calling because they're disobedient to the Holy Spirit. You see? And then some people join church, but they're not, and they get baptized in that pool, but they're not baptized by the Holy Spirit. All right? But when you're baptized by the Holy Spirit, you have that, you have that relationship uh, with you. So we're going to talk about, this is a scripture I use quite often. Matter of fact, in my study at home, it's on a cross. And I, I use that because I don't, I don't want to make a lot of mistakes. I can't afford to make mistakes because now I'm too old to be making mistakes and, and it takes too long to recover. You know what I'm saying? But some of y'all younger men, you're on a treadmill, so you're worse off than I am. But anyway, uh, you know, the treadmill in life, just, just treading along. No, but I'm, I'm a person that wants to enjoy life, and I want all the blessing that God has for me. And so I'm at the point of my life where I'm making decisions. Sister Gwen and I made a decision where we want to live, you know, because you get at that time, and we figured that out. We stay in the house we're in. We prayed about that, and the Holy Spirit revealed to us, yes, everything's on the first floor. You won't have to go up and down steps, or you can just put one of them things in there and take you up and down steps. But we figured out that, and we have a, a good Isaac, and our, is right not very far, and then our daughter, we got, and we got friends, church friends and family, so we're in the right spot for us. So that decision's already made. And we, but you pray about that, and some every sooner because things are gonna change in your life. And when things change in your life, you want to make you want to make the right decision. Well, the Holy Spirit will help you make the right decision. Uh, unfortunately, I got some good news for you. The Holy Spirit will help you make the right decision. Then that means there are going to be some things that come up in your life that's going to be critical, and you're going to have to make decisions. It's not always going to be joy and happiness. It's just going to be things that's just going to happen. You see, you understand what I'm saying? And so. 
this lesson that we're going to get is because I want everyone, anybody that's been around me, that's listened to me or around me, I want you to have the life that God had promised you. Now, the, you know, I use this scripture all the time. Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But then Jesus got to speaking and said, but I come to give you life and life more abundant. That is it, but, but here's the problem of it. Satan wants to take that from you. He wants to take that life and that abundant life from you. And that's why he tries to influence you to make the wrong decisions or to make the decisions on your own. Does that make sense? In other words, sometimes there's a good ambition and there's a bad ambition. Some people never have, they never have that satisfaction or that joy in their life because they're, they're under the influence of their own ambition. And then other people just have it. They just have joy and they do it because they're under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, now God ain't gonna make you do nothing. You see, he's standing at the door or not, but he's gotta let him in, right? Right? Seek and you'll find, right? So when we read this, I don't know if you wanna do the commentary first or whatever. When we read this, I want you to get really sincere about this because this lesson will help change your life. Some people are already living it, you see? And I look at, you know, uh, a couple, we have to look at couples older than ourselves, a few, maybe a few, uh, are people in our age, we look at the Isaacs, Glenn and I, and how they live, and y'all look at us. The old folks in here kicking it. Yeah, yeah, for real. We got energy, and we just going through life and, and having a good time with life. And we, you know, the families are strong. We're doing those things. That's what you want to do, but it's a tra there's been some tragedies in here with younger families. And we don't want that. We don't want you to, we want you to get into your, uh, oof, I'm about to get into the 80s here pretty soon. We want you to get into your 70s and this and that and enjoy your life. Yeah. You see, I told somebody once they didn't get it. If I knew the 70s was this good, I would have been 70, went from 21 to 70. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And the reason that the life is good and full of joy is because there's no age limit on joy. You see? You understand? And then we get sprinkled a little happiness in it. Joy first, happiness second, all right? So what the Bible tells us, uh, and I like the Proverbs because Proverbs is like a good father talking to his children, okay? So this is, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be, you all gonna be my children this morning, okay? And then I'm going to give, talk to you a little bit, give you a little bit of information, bless you a little bit of information to help you with your life. And the younger you get it, the better, the most fulfilled your life will be. Amen. You see, because some things are temporary. One thing you need to know, the Holy Spirit will tell you if it's a, if it's a season. Huh? What's the other one? Reason or lifetime. Or you can go reason, season, lifetime. Some things are in your life for reason, some things are for season, and some things are for a lifetime. And the Holy Spirit will let you know which ones are which. Because sometimes we want, some things are for a reason and we stay too long thinking it's supposed to be a season. All right? And then some things we kick out that should be a lifetime. We thought it was a season. Are you with me? So there's reason, season, lifetime. 
and the Holy Spirit will help you to filter out which one is which. Because there's a lot of people in, now I'm talking about friend relationships, in relationships, and they think those relationships are going to be a lifetime, but they're not. It's just a relationship that's there for a reason, and that reason may be able to help you at the crossroad of some place, and then that's over. And then there's some there for a season. You know, somebody in your life for a few years, like I did in coaching. You know, those kids were with me. Some of the Blazers with me for, like Trevor, from nine years old until he went to college. Then some were in college, they only there four years. And some, you see, so some were what? For a reason, some for a season, some for a lifetime. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, and, and I got to throw this in. That's, uh, you're going to teach your children, your grandchildren, and yourself. Some people married somebody that was there for a reason. That thing didn't work because the, it wasn't supposed to be a lifetime. You see? And then some people got somebody that's for a season. Wasn't the death to us part. Wasn't for a lifetime. So it's very important for you to get what I'm saying today. You got to know those. The Holy Spirit knows those. Because sometimes it's very hard for us to figure that out. But the Holy Spirit's already got it figured out. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, you see what I'm saying? And sometimes, let me put it this way. Say, the, the, the person that drew me to Gwen was her sister. Don't y'all get silly. I was looking at her sister because she was crazy and fun and all this. <laughs> right, right. And I was crazy and fun and all that, right? But that, was the, that drew me to where? I was through, I know that ain't. To this one, lifetime. You get what I'm talking about? So you got to know that stuff, folks. And people get uncomfortable when you tell them the truth, but you better know that. And many of you in here, you may, but you got to teach your children that. Your children need to know how to make the right decisions through the power of the Holy Spirit. Then you have to teach them that. And so, uh, Proverbs, I'm going to be the father. Go ahead, my child. He starts out with my child. So I'm starting out with you. My children, all right, here we go. If you truly want a long and satisfying life, never forget the things that I've taught you. You have to, people come to church and walk out, and by the time they get to the car, they forgot what they've been taught. Amen. You can't forget what you've been taught. All right? It's, what you've been taught is very... My people perish for the lack of knowledge. King James says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. You have to be, it's what you've been taught. Okay? Follow closely every truth that I've given you. And he's telling them to follow very truthfully for every truth I've given you. And? Then you will have a full rewarding life. And that's a good parent. And I'm being, I want you, everybody in here to have what kind of life? Full, rewarding I want life. you to have a full and, re and, and, and rewarding life. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Jesus said it, didn't he? I come to give you what? Life, life and life. life more abundant. And, and, the, and, the, and the father's talking from that and saying he wants you to have a what? Full, full and rewarding life. life. Yes. Here we go. Hold on to loyal love and don't let go. Hold on to what? Loyal love. Loyal love and don't let go. Remember, reason, season, lifetime. 
when it's, but when it's a lifetime, you hold on to it and you don't let it go. Am I doing all right? Yes. Uh, here we go. And be faithful to all that you've been taught. And you got to be faithful to all that you've been taught. There are so many people who can quote scriptures that life's falling apart because they're not faithful to what they've been taught. You have to be faithful to it. You understand where I'm coming from? All right. Let your life be shaped by integrity. Let your life be shaped by integrity. And that is a lost art in this country right now. But we want our life to be shaped by integrity. You know, integrity is like character. And I say character is who you are in the dark. All right, here we go. And with truth written upon your heart. Written where? Upon your heart. All right, four. That's how you will find favor and understanding with both God and men. And see, that's, that's, there's some people, that's a great place to be when you got favor with God and man. Yeah. All right? That's a blessed life. That's a blessed life. All right? You will gain the reputation of living life well. And you'll gain the reputation of living life. This is what I want every one of you to do that is sitting here and on there. We in one, the, there's a lot of stuff goes on in America, but we're in a great country. You all do know that, right? And, and the reason it's crazy is because we've got some of the wrong folk in that. Well, that, you can do that in the church, but anywhere on, in your family. You see what I'm saying? But it doesn't take away the beauty of America. You see, it takes, you know, just don't get focused on all that. There's, there's some good news, but you know, people don't pay for good news. This morning, they made, now, hear what I'm saying. They used to, when I grew up, they wouldn't even call this a weather, bad weather day. Come on, people. This was, and when, when I grew and we didn't have no front-wheel drives. There was no such thing as a front-wheel drive. There were no four-by-fours. It was sand in the trunk. <laughs> for real. Anybody, they will tell you, for real. You see, you know what I'm saying? But now... Everything is an issue. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's because of what we live, but we laugh about those things. And I was talking to one of the young men. I remember on the, on the weekends when I wasn't in school, what I would have to do today when it was cold, you know, because my father worked on a dairy farm, right? And of course, you know, we, it's not like kids. We didn't have weekends. You, you worked. And I would get, go to the barn truck, put hay in the truck. Stay with me now get out on the field, and it puts it in low, low gear, get out of the truck, get in there, and throw hay out, and have a, go right down to the pond, stop the truck, you know, just me. Stop the truck, get out, take a sludge hammer, and bust the ice in the pond. Yes. Look at all y'all like, wow. <laughs> yeah, all right. And so this to me is like, uh, what? But see, it's the times that I grew up in. Now, here's where I'm going with that. Times change where the Holy Spirit can help us to deal with the changes of the times. Because kids don't do that now. You wouldn't, I might go to jail if you, they see a truck driving, you got the back of it, right? So, we, but times change, you see? Times change, but the Holy Spirit will help us to change with the times. Is that right? I wouldn't dare let kids do that today. Okay? You understand that? I'm just using it to make it a point. 
Times changes, but the Holy Spirit is wise enough to know what to do, when to do, where to do, and how to do. Here we go, okay? And my life is so much better now because I don't have to do any of that, you know. God is blessed. I'm glad that was just for a reason. <laughs> it seems, and, and it wasn't a lifetime. Yeah, I was glad to get off that farm. I'm trying to tell you doing that work. Yeah, okay. Verse 5 and 6 from the NIV. And I want you to get this. This is very important. And I'm taking this. I want you to get it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. There are some things you don't want to, you want to trust God for and lean not to your own understanding. And it's a difficult thing to get, your, to get out of the way. But some the things that I have been successful in were the things that I trusted him because I didn't lean to my own understanding. I, I didn't understand it. Didn't, it was confusing to me, but I was obedient to him, and I trusted in him, and it came out all right. Because so, you got to trust in the Lord and don't lean to your own understanding. Right now, all of you sitting right here right now, you have no idea why you're sitting. The Holy Spirit will tell you why you're He'll tell you why you came to church this morning. He'll tell you why you stayed where you were at. The Holy, I'm telling you, don't lean to your own understanding because if you lean to your own understanding, you'll put yourself in a position that you're not covered. Do you understand? You will put yourself in a position that you're not covered. It's like some leaning to your own understanding. I would, some people would like to be so-and-so. No, you're better off being you. But you'll understand, see, I would like to be, well, I can handle that now. There's a time in my life I'd like to be a millionaire. I'd have went straight to hell. Oh, yeah. With my, and some of you all there could maybe not even handle it now. But anyway, you're saying, and so my understanding is God gave me what I could deal with. He put me in the jobs that I could deal with, the people around me that did good for me. But my understanding would have been to go over here. He said, no, 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 no. You're not going over there. You need to stay here. So don't lean to your own understanding. Remember that. And we're going to do different versions because I want you to get that. Don't trust yourself in everything. Don't lean to, get on your knees. Some things you need to pray about. All right? In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And then submit to him, and he'll make your path straight. You will always know when God's talking to you, because it'll be straight. God is, it's no confusing and there's no, no chaos, it's straight, all right? There's no crooked roads, it's straight, all right? He will make your path straight, okay? And from the voice, place your trust in the eternal. Rely on him completely. Rely on him what? Completely. Never depend on your own ideals. Mm -hmm. And what? And inventions. Never, don't go there. God will take, there are some people who would be geniuses if they would have allowed the Holy Spirit to put them where God would have them to be. That's a fact. You see, but they lean to their own understanding and went after their own ambition and lost out. But then there's others that trusted in God that weren't capable, didn't have the education, didn't have the degrees, didn't have this, but I'm trusting in you, Lord. And they got over here 
and became tremendously successful. You see? And they could, somebody, how'd you get there? And they said, I just trusted, I trusted in the Lord. I wasn't qualified, but I trusted him. You see, God wouldn't take a qualified person and put them someplace anyway. That ain't a miracle. <laughs> he takes an unqualified person and puts them somewhere. You understand? Okay. Do you know that there are some churches, religions, that I could not be a pastor in? Ask me why. Why? I don't have a degree in theology. I went and quit. It was boring. For real. They was, I'm sitting there, and they were telling me, I said, no, this ain't me. You see, it wasn't my, for me to deal with that. So God used me in a different way. And once I got, quit trying to do what people were telling me to do and allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to me, and he gave me the gifts of wisdom and knowledge, he said, now you're ready. But I was trying to get people ready. That's when people say that you're supposed to be something. But when I got God ready, here I am. You see? That's what he did for me. And one of the things, listen to me. You're almost so young in here, a few of us. And there's no age limit. There's no, people ask me, some of my classmates ask me, when are you going to retire? I say, when I can't talk, think, and walk. That fair? Okay, where am I at? And from the message. Thank you. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. That's what, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Mm -hmm. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. And don't, that, that'll cause you a disaster. You, that, that's a full-time job, trying to figure out. Some folks are trying to figure out everything in their life and everything in somebody else's life, everything in the political life, what's going on, and trying to figure out all that stuff. No, 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 no. You're doing too much, as I say all the time. Don't try to figure out it on your own. You don't know it, and some of you are going to get upset when I say, you can't even figure out your children who they're going to be. You can't figure out all that stuff. It's too much. Let him do that. Read that again. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. I'm trying to tell you, it will never work. It will never work, okay? Listen for God's voice in everything you do. And what we want to do is listen for his voice. That's that voice in everything you do. Listen to his voice. You see, when, when we were looking to buy a home, I was driving through a neighborhood, and I saw this sign out there. And I said, I'm going in there. And I went in there, and... Mr. Pickett was his name. I walked in and there was another couple in there to, uh, looking at this home and they were really excited about it, uh, getting it, and they wanted to take a few minutes to drive around and, and think about if they wanted to rent to buy the home. I called Gwen, I said, you, got, you need to be here. She was there, I said, you got five minutes to make up your mind. And we've been there 19 years. And we live in a house we couldn't afford to buy today because then it was a whole lot cheaper than what they're doing is today, you see, and had a house. But we needed not to update, we needed to move. Now listen to me. The one that we were in was there for a reason because our daughter wound up taking it. But the one that we're in now is for a lifetime. That's where God put us. 
Am I making any kind of sense at all here? You see? You see? He knows that. He'll do it for you. I'm telling you, in everything. We just talk about heaven. Heaven's got it. He's got that covered. I heard a preacher once say the problem with folks is they want gold and silver when they get to heaven, go in the streets. Say, no, we need some gold down here. He was, I don't know if he was joking. It makes sense to me. You know, I don't need no greenbacks when I'm on at heaven. I need some greenbacks here. But God blessed us with, remember, reason, season, lifetime. He knew it. And he knew it. And Sister Gwen, at the time, thought I was kidding. I said, no, we got to do this now. Well, we got, what about the other one? I said, forget about the one that God will do something with it. But we, need do, we need to do this now. You see, and it, that's how God works. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. So again, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. What? In everything we do and what? Everywhere you go. And definitely everywhere you go. The Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit tells you to don't go, don't go. You see, I'm telling you. And this thing, well, I got a funny feeling. You know, go. Get out of there. I don't think we ought to, then don't. Listen to me, and I'm not being sarcastic. There will be people who will get in trouble during these holidays and will just think, they say, well, I'm obligated. No, you ain't. You ain't. No, you're not, not obligated to do anything. I'm going to pray about it. And if the Holy Spirit says, this is not a good thing for me to travel today, then I'm making a telephone call and saying, okay, this is not a good idea. My first granddaughter is getting married the 30th of December and uh, in Texas. And, uh, you know, I'm taking chemo, right? And, and when they, uh, the um, immune system will be down with that one chemo that I take. You think I'm getting on an airplane with a bunch of folks, right, going to Texas with a bunch of folks with immune system to be down because I'm obligated? No, 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 no. I'm sending some money, which, which, and don't because I'm obligated to the Holy Spirit who has put me in a position to have the knowledge to say, no, take care of yourself first. You see what I'm saying? I'll tell you that. You gotta do that sometimes. You understand? Thank you. Are y'all with me what I'm talking about? Sometimes it hurts but you're going, the Holy Spirit's trying to save your life. And there's been a many a person that's in the graveyard to this day who did not listen to the Holy Spirit. Guarantee you that's a fact. And there's been a many, all of you all have probably done it, done something, you know, something told me not to do that. The Holy Spirit was speaking to you. So why'd you do it? You see? That's why we need this lesson. All right? Pray first. Pray about everything. All right? He's the one who will keep you on track. He will keep me on what? Track. And, and is there, maybe I'm the only one in here who can get off track. Nope. I'm saved, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, and, and I got eternal life, but I need the Holy Spirit to keep me on track. Because sometimes I can get a little bit off, off track. All right? Now, back to the passion. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. And say... Uh, I ain't going to go about that opinion thing because you all know what that joke's about. <laughs> I keep going. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. To do what? To guide you. I want the Holy Spirit to guide me. Yes. The Holy Spirit, 
Why would God ask you to get baptized in the Holy Spirit if the Holy Spirit's not going to do something for you? You see, in the church for years, we used to think when people were shouting, they had the Holy Spirit. Oh, they got the Holy Ghost. You know we used to do that. No, the Holy Ghost wants to come in your life and help you to live the life that Christ would have you to live. When you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then, right, then you have the mind of Christ, right? And so, and, and the Holy Spirit will guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Do you understand that? All right. Become intimate with him in and whatever you do. And have an intimate relationship with him. Yes. All right? In whatever you do. In whatever you do? That's right. In whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. And let him lead you where you go. The Holy Spirit, I'm telling y'all, it works. He will lead you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially. The Holy Spirit will lead you wherever you go. All right. And in verse 7, don't think for a moment that you know it all. <laughs> for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Don't think you know it all. Don't think you know it all. Yeah, wisdom is say, okay. Now, they don't do that anymore. You remember years ago when a kid was acting up, I remember the parents would tell us, because you all don't know anything about wood stoves and coal stoves now. You know, they said, now, they would set us down and tell us, don't touch that stove, you know it's hot. They'd tell us once. The second time, the stove told you. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm going to life. Don't get yourself in a position where you get burnt. The Holy Spirit will tell you, you don't need to touch that. Y'all got quiet. Am I doing all right? Mm -hmm. All right. Remember, I'm being like a good father. All right. Don't get to heaven and if you complain to God, God will say, I told Pastor Phil said he was going to give you some father advice, and I sent him to do it, and you didn't listen. That's what happened to you. <laughs> Here we go. And in verse 8, it says, Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. So then it, it will refresh and heal your body. I'm telling you what I know. You're looking at me. 28 years, come on, people. <laughs> You're looking at me. You're seeing it. People say, How did, they gave you five or seven years to live 28 years ago. Yeah, but they don't make that call. You see? It's in here. He makes the call. You understand? So how can you not trust him and not believe him? I'm telling you something I know. Not only I know, you're looking at it. You see? You, people are sent to be in places and to hear messages that God has got them sometimes through other people's victories. Right. And the same God that will give them victories is the same God will give you victory. You see? And doctors ain't wrong. They're seeing what they see. You see? But God is the healer. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Broken, broken down on verse 8 from the Amplified says, it will be health to your body. It will be health to your body. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will, when everybody's giving up and all that stuff, it will, you will still have health in your body. And what? Your marrow, mm -hmm. your nerves, Come on. your sinews, which are tendons or ligaments, your muscles, all your inner parts. It even will take care of you physically. Yes. It will take care of you physically. 
When people will look at you and other people and doctors are amazed and uh, your family's amazed and your congregation's amazed, no, here it is. The answer's here. That's the amplified part. The answer is here. God can do everything. He can heal every part of your body. It's in here. You, you got to trust him and listen to him. You see? Quit being dreamers. Dreamers don't catch nothing but a nap. Keep going. And you then, put this put this in your life, all right? <laughs> Sorry about that. Nope, you're good. <laughs> and refreshment, physical well-being to your bones. And, and refreshment, and what? Physical, physical well-being to bones. Who's who's had bone cancer? Me. Y'all can say me. You know what I'm telling you all the time. How many times? Hey, look at him. It's in here. You see? A living testimony. It's here. You're looking at it. And he does it to prepare somebody else from something that they're going to go through. And they can say, wait a minute now. Somebody will say, wait a minute. But I know a man who trusted in God and allowed the Holy Spirit to heal his body. And in the midst of everything, he stands tall. I can do this. God will do the same thing for me that he done for him. And I'm going to trust in the Holy Spirit. I'm going to listen to what y'all say, but I'm going to put my trust in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You see? All right. Verse 9, glorify God with all your wealth. All right. Honoring him with your first fruits. And everybody gets nervous about that because that's dealing with tithes and stuff. With every increase that comes to you. That's what? Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. God wants your first fruits, and sometimes it ain't just money. He wants your first fruits, he wants your praise in the morning. You get up, the first thing you ought to do is thank God. Praise Him. All right? Did you learn something? Commentary. Here's the commentary, and then I'll be done. Coming from the Life Recovery Bible. As we change our focus and begin to seek after wisdom. We're going to change our focus in here, and we're going to seek after wisdom. We done, we've been seeking after everything else. We're going to, we're going to seek after what? Wisdom. wisdom. We will find our life more fulfilled and, and secure. And it will give you. Your life will be, I'm telling you, it will fulfill your life, and you'll be more secure. I'm telling you what I know. Okay. okay? Godly wisdom will also help us avoid the destructive paths we have previously taken as and, we... And listen, and some of you know what I'm talking about. You done messed your life up. Mm-hmm. Going the wrong direction. Making bad decisions. Read that part again. That's right. One, listen, Brother Trevor done a message that everybody ought to keep in their heads. People, remember what you do last. Read that one again. Godly wisdom will also help us avoid the destructive paths we have previously taken as we tried to fulfill our unmet needs and desires. And so when you're trying to fulfill your unmet needs and desires, Mm -hmm. you can mess up. But wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. See, because some things that that you think you need, you don't need. Some things you desire, you you, you don't need. You understand what I'm saying? But God will fulfill your life. Let me tell you something. When God fulfills your life, you find out you need less and your desires are less. Because him feed, when he fills you with all that, 
that he wants you to have, you find out I didn't need that in the first place. You don't want to get old and look back and think about, I worked a lifetime trying to uh, fulfill needs and desires, and then you get old and find Christ and find, is that easy? Yes, it is. You can't, if once you become a child of God, you'd be lacking nothing. Ask me why. Why? Satan comes to kill the steal and destroy, but Jesus said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. Is he lying? Nope. So if he ain't lying, then he's going to give you life and life more abundantly. And if he gives you life and life more abundantly, you ain't got no needs and no desires because you're full. That's good. I should be a pastor. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. What a promise. God will guide us on the right pathway of life. God will guide us on the right pathway of life if we put our trust in him. Yes, put our trust in him. That's right. Rather than try to do it on our own. Don't get out there by yourself and try to do it on your own. It, it never works for anybody. Okay? Sometimes I laugh at uh, uh, the, the news. Is getting, I used to be a person that liked the news. Now, some of you all wasn't, are not old enough, but you got good news when we just had Walter Cronkite and the motor guys, and you had three stations. But now everybody's got, it's not news, it's an opinion about somebody else, right? You understand what I'm talking about? And you can get caught up in all that stuff, and if you're not guided by the right things, you start believing some of that foolishness. You see? How can, I'm, uh, they say the economy's bad, have you ever tried to go to Liberty and drive to Liberty? You can't find a place to eat if you're hungry at a certain time. Cars are packed, it's the traffic, it looks like Oakland Park. The buildings are going up, hotels going up, all this going up. I'm like, are they giving food away? Is it broke? Are these people broke or what's going on? But you can get caught up into that stuff. No, it's not. Has God ever put you in a recession? Okay, because he's got plenty. Okay, read start the top again. What God, what they promise. I want these people to walk out of here. You want to walk out of here, start living the life that God has for you. Okay? Right. What a promise. God will guide us on the right pathway of life if we put our trust in Him rather than try to do it on our put own. Put your trust in Him. Quit trying to do it on your own. It won't work. Never does for anybody. Okay. All right? Putting God first means turning our life and will over to him. There you go. Mm -hmm. Put him first. Turn your life and your will over to him. Last sentence. Surrendering to his leadership is so, humbling. Yeah, that's humbling. So you got to humble yourself. Get out of yourself, humble yourself, and allow God to lead you. That's right. All right? But it is the only way for us to lead a good life. It's the only way to live a good life. I can't give you no more than that. Father, Father Fields can't even be a Catholic priest for a minute. Father Fields can't be, <laughs> give you any more than that. <laughs> right? Amen. The Isaacs are covered up. Yeah.